Welcome to Allendale Market Talks. Greg McBride and Mike Long. And Mike, uh, probably something a lot of people want to hear, and I don't know if we'll actually be right about this, but seasonal lows in? They could be. <laughs> Usually uh, around this time, uh, as we go into first notice for the September contracts, uh, uh, we do seasonally dip to the low uh, low point of the year uh, for these uh, for these December and November contracts in in corn and beans and certainly look like it today as they came in buying into the close uh, here on Tuesday the first notice day um, there were some deliveries of wheat and I believe soy oil last night and it really just I mean it looked like a terrible session from a macro perspective. Yet we found some support and some buying into the close. wasn't a good close, but it was didn't look too bad as uh, compared to where we were at just two hours earlier. Yeah, definitely. It was something that you saw a lot of confidence on the short side of things going into today, and getting that real confirming bias as the day session progressed. And then, like you said, seeing that buying and relatively large buying going to close, uh, as well as the five-year seasonal suggesting that the last day of August is a very good opportunity to find your lows. Uh, it does add up re- relatively well, at least to the point that you had multiple people looking at the same idea today. Yeah, and there wasn't, uh, I mean, you look at the uh, the macro state of the markets and it looked like a risk-off day as we closed out the month of, of August and COVID is one of the big uh, the big rally points, or I guess not even rally point, one of the biggest concerns out there. And you're, you're hearing that uh, the U.S. put a travel restriction on Canada and uh, the EU put travel restrictions on the U.S. So there are some big concerns out there about uh, the spread of this uh, Delta variant and uh, trying to keep some of these other areas of the U.S. Uh, or in the world uh, uh, safe. We do have an OPEC Plus meeting tomorrow uh, that should be interesting on whether or not they hold to that scheduled output increase. If you've got uh, travel restrictions that are going around the uh, the world at this point, that to me says they probably don't need to increase their output. Yeah, and we'll see how this whole COVID thing comes to light and how much it affects this market because it's really something that on the second go-around never quite affects the same way as the first. We know a little bit more about it. We know a little bit more about what effects are going to take hold of it. It's like when we saw the Tyson fire a couple years back and you saw cattle just drop, and then you saw the JBS plant get hacked this year and – you dropped for a day, but you didn't see the same kind of reaction. And right. During that Tyson fire, we did see it recover back relatively well going to the expiration of the October contract. So we'll see if it is something that comes to play, but OPEC is not uh, seemingly excited to increase output at this point and seem relatively well put in what they're doing. Yeah, and if, if prices continue to stay strong, uh, even though they've taken a little bit off here over the last few weeks, if, if prices stay strong – and the demand is not necessarily there. They don't have any reason to increase that output. They're still making money. If they increase their output, you would theoretically think that you're going to see prices take a, a pretty pretty good dip over the short term. Mm-hmm. So that's something to, something to think about. One of the other things that uh, we're kind of wrestling with uh, this week is Hurricane Ida as it moves across uh, uh, the, the south and, and southeast and into the 
into the northeast is that you do have some damage down uh, in the the port of New Orleans and and across uh, across the Gulf right now. That is a, a little bit of a concern when it comes to moving grain. As we move a lot of uh, a lot of grain uh, through the the Gulf of Mexico, you're hearing about some of these uh, some of these elevators that are shut down. Uh, some of them have some damage that they have to deal with before they can get back up, and that's a big issue as you look at our inspections on a weekly basis if we're not moving grain that could hurt us uh in the short term for uh for price movement here yeah and definitely a big place to be paying attention to when it comes to regards of exports and everything um but seeing how long it's going to take effect also because you also are watching the whole world picture where you already see a lot of logistic issues and a lot of backing up of shipments and things along those lines. So this could definitely hurt us more than just it being shut down like we saw during Katrina and very well could roll over into a larger scale issue of the logistics problem is just getting worse. Yeah, and the, the biggest thing to remember about that logistics issue here, you know, here domestically is just because we're shut down doesn't mean it automatically shifts back over to South America. They've got their own problems. You know, Brazil uh, down huge on their uh, on their corn uh, production. And we know that uh, with how dry it was in Brazil, that led to uh, the Parana River in Argentina uh, being lower than it's been since I think the 1930s or 1940s. And so they're they're having to load ships lighter. Uh, which means that they're shipping out of port uh, lighter. And uh, so that gives uh, another reason that uh, just in general, um, there are logistic uh, logistic issues across the board right now. So there are concerns uh, all over the place. It's not just here. But that is something that we will have to watch. And, you know, if we were to have put in the harvest lows, it still doesn't mean that there aren't risks out there. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time, and, and you know, you can be friendly to a market, but it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're bullish and that you're coming in and buying this thing. You still have to do what makes sense from a marketing standpoint, and if you are, if you are slow to make sales, maybe a nice little rally here over the next two to four weeks as we go into September and as we start harvest maybe that gives you another opportunity to get some sales on the board or as you start harvest you can you can get it sold off the off the combine mm-hmm. a lot of great opportunities this year and while we have fallen back from our highs it's not like we're back at 2020 levels testing the three dollar mark so still a lot of great opportunities out there for making cash sales uh locking in bases doing whatever you may have to do because there's always going to be risk on the table and always has to be managed so a few things to be watching there. Um, something I would like to point out, too, with the shipment uh, story is it seems like we have drifted away from inflation talk. And we have a lot of things compounding right now, whether it be unemployment, whether it be backing up of shipments and not being able to get uh, parts in that need to be in. you got a lot of businesses that are hurting, not only because they can't get the parts they need, but also they can't get the help they need. And could very well turn into a bigger problem, which could re-inflate uh, the inflation issue. So something to definitely be watching is that dollar. Do we continue to see support there, or does it start backing off in a relatively large way? Because we're at this precipice of a very 
interesting problem that has been developing over the last year. Yeah, and and that is a, a very good point, and that is something that uh, would keep us uh, excited in these markets. Obviously, uh, we don't have the demand numbers out of China that we would like to see just yet. Uh, as I've talked with numerous customers about here recently is, you know, it's good to see the demand out of China, especially for the beans. This is what started it all last year. But if they're not here buying a million tons a week or two million tons uh, a, a week, we might run into a problem. You know, right now they've been picking off two cargoes to four cargoes a day. And I think it's what, uh, 16, 15 out of the last 20, something like that, that they've done this. But as much as that does add up, it doesn't add up as quickly as it did last year. And that's when we got excited was when we started to see those big shipment numbers and not the shipment numbers, but the big sales numbers. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of things to be paying attention to. And I mean, going to be a very interesting winter as opposed to winter's past where it starts to die down as soon as harvest ends. So a lot of stuff to pay attention to. Uh, I do know that there is going to be a promo coming up for our premium content. So keep an eye on our Twitter page as well as any kind of information going forward. We do have Labor Day next week as well um, on on Monday, so uh, we'll probably push a, a few things back uh, as far as reports go next week, and then we also do have a USDA report uh, uh, a week from this Friday as well. Yeah, so take a peek for that snapshot coming out as well. Uh, if you guys have any questions, please give us a call, 800-262-7538 or on the web, allendale-inc.com. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lung and Greg McBride signing off. You guys have a great one.